Yes. Listen, I was thinking. What's the occasion? What? <laughs> Never mind. Welcome to the Dime for Scale Movie Club. On today's show, we'll be discussing the classic gay porn, I mean, the classic sports movie, American Anthem, released in 1986. I'm your host, Neil T. in merry old England. And on today's show, I'm joined by the regular Dime for Scale Movie Club members. He's a movie-watching robot, but watch out, he's expiring from Netflix. It's Todd Brisket. I really want to be the number one gymnast in the country. (laughs) They're a married couple in Virginia with a weirdly healthy relationship that's simultaneously long and short. It's Jovial (laughs) Jackie and Jovial John. Go ahead, break it again. You thought that you were just going to show up (laughs) and it was going to be a piece of cake. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, he's a journalist in Rhode Island, but he has no time for backup, no time for unprofessionalism, and definitely no time for burping. It's Stephen Greenwell. Topic. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you at the gym today. I was just watching. (laughs) And now it's time for the feature everyone's talking about. It's Jackie's Movie Synopsis time. Take it away, Jackie. Okay, American Anthem. Um, You'd never guess it by looking at the cover, but it's a movie about gymnastics (laughs) and um, (laughs) features an actual um, gymnast, a real um, American gymnast who is um, Olympian and a gold medalist. And... uh, I don't know. It it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense how he really? comes back. <laughs> really? Um, I don't know. He was like a football player, but he was also a great gymnast. But then he just quit because he broke his arm, I guess. I don't know. Then decides to come yeah, back. Yeah, his dad and train broke his arm. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, it decides to train in the woods in the rain in the dark. And then he so he can make the national team. Makes zero sense. But boy, was it fun to watch and laugh at. <laughs> Great synopsis. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought actually, I thought, uh, Jackie, you, you mm-hmm. sort of picked this movie and, uh, and obviously this mm-hmm. is, uh, you're a fan of gymnastics. So I thought you might yes. want to start off, kick gymnastics. us off. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Um, yes, I, mm. I am. I'm, I'm a super fan of gymnastics. This is sort of, I've only been really a super fan for like the last five years or so. So, or six, I don't know. Um, so I don't really know a lot of this history stuff. Like, I'm not, like, super familiar with Mitch Gaylord, who is the actor in this movie. Mm. Um, and actually, there's a lot of other um, really great gymnasts in this movie as well that I'm not super familiar with, but I, I know some of them. So anyway. Um, but yeah, so I, <laughs> this is a movie that I feel like I should have watched before this. And I just thought this was a good opportunity to force myself to watch it and uh, see what you guys thought about it as well. <laughs> Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah. So sorry about that. Somewhat like last week, <laughs> I I could not think anything other than Todd Brisket is going to love this. <laughs> oh yeah. There's there's a lot of oh, fodder yeah. for us to discuss. So. <laughs> you do get you do get to oh. say though, like as much as it, it is easy to shit on this, the we I've been forced to endure a lot of really crappy gymnastic TV shows and other things How like that. How dare you? <laughs> I had no oh, idea there was even. You. TV shows about gymnastics. 
Oh, oh God. No, Don't show- do, do not oh, do it. Oh, make it or break it. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's this terrible show. I oh, was yeah. on like the WB or something yeah. like that uh, called Make It or Break It. That was about gymnastics. And it was hilariously terrible. And we watched the whole thing on Netflix. But my point is, I, I, I've i been forced to endure enough, enough of this badness to know, like, even though this is a pretty horrible movie, they actually did a pretty decent job with the gymnastics because- yeah. I know how, like, if you're not doing any of the crap, like, they will flip the camera angles away during, mm-hmm. like, the more challenging parts. It'll be, like, right. you start jumping, they point away, and then they finish with, like, a, like, <laughs> like a really soft, cheesy landing that you know there's no way if you're going that fast. Yeah. You, you know what I yeah. mean? Right. Like, yeah. I've seen that enough times to know where this one, they actually showed a good amount of the moves, and they were actually yeah. pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, there was a lot of Yeah, that, that, uh... The Ling Ching Ching guy when he was when he was doing his floor routine that was pretty um, yeah, solid. A, that's because he's a real gymnast though. But like, yeah, um, yeah he's a real gymnast. But uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't do all the cutaway shots like they do in every other yep. sport movie. Number one gymnast. <laughs> yeah, I did actually wonder whether or not they'd um, sort of pasted in a few routines from those real gymnasts' competitions. What did you think about that, Jackie? Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I thought his hair changed. No, I think they refilmed them all. Did it? I don't know. I thought Gaylord's hair changed, but I might, I might have been sort of imagining that. But um, mm. budget Rebecca De Mornay, at the big, right from the beginning, they were doing these Texas switches. Do you notice that? Where, like, she would land off, she would bow, uh, jump off, I don't know, it was a pummel horse. What was that thing she was jumping off? I don't know. And she'd land, and then she'd pop up. And so the real gymnast had landed, and she popped up, oh. you know, out <laughs> from out of frame, oh, nice. into frame. The That's I think that's called a Texas The switch. women's do not do the pummel horse. Neil, good <laughs> God. Oh, the it's called a vault. Is it a vault? Yeah. <laughs> the vaulting so she, horse. So she's jumped on that sort of that horsey thing, that vault thing. So. The flippity doo da. Yeah, they yeah. don't even use that, those horses anymore. They have a vaulting table now, if you may remember from oh, okay. the last Olympics. No. Um, <laughs> so it's going to flash back. A vaulting table. Yeah, it's more oh, like a oh, table. Oh. So... Um, what like was the... Um, bigger. That, you mentioned, uh, was it Make It or Break It? Was that a fictional thing or was that a documentary? Oh, fiction. Yeah. Terrible, oh, terribly uh, written fiction. Yeah. <laughs> teenage drama. It was like fiction. a teen drama TV show uh, about gymnasts. Yeah. Th- that was mentioned by that guy who wrote the blog thing. You sent that blog thing over with the. Uh, oh, yes. With the sort yeah. Of so, yeah. One of my favorites, um, gymnastics bloggers, Uncle Tim Talks Men's Gym dot com. Um, he did a recap of this uh, American Anthem um, movie in five parts. And it's hilarious. Th- with, like, that website. And stuff. That website name sounds ultra creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we we spoke it's, about this yesterday. Is he a special <laughs> uncle, do you think? <laughs> uh, no, it's just a funny nickname. His name is not even Tim. It's just uh, it's just funny because it rhymes with men's gym. I think that's why he uh, he named himself that. But <laughs> anyway, he's he's part of a gymnastics podcast that I listen to as well. So, um, yeah, he's a cool guy. Is that but. a gymnastics podcast on the Gymtonet? Yes, it is. And it's called Gymcastic. Because you, 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 you gym bunnies have all got your special, your gymnastics bunnies have all got your special, special yeah. words, haven't you? Gym internet. Yep. Yep. Gym internet is a thing. Gym internet. It's a thing. <laughs> That's, is that like bronies? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but thanks. <laughs> Just starting at the beginning, um, the first, what, five, ten minutes was like a montage with, no dialogue. Like, I really kind of had no idea yeah. what was going on. Shit nonsensical montage. Yeah, yeah it was nonsense. Just, 
the the music the music was a song about like two people falling in love but all it was doing was showing scenes of uh mitch gaylord and his biker buddy working on a bike and the song was about them falling in love yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was not totally not gay um did you say it was a montage It's funny because I didn't really recognize that as a montage, but later on they'd have a proper sports montage as well, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a montage. Okay. So you wouldn't call it a montage then? No, right? it was, but it, oh, you know, okay. there, was a, there, was, there are specific sort of training montages and, you know, that's what yeah, the yeah. Team America song's all about. You know, we're going to move the plot along. You get yeah, better this, every this time, a, that kind of thing. <clears throat> this was just a boring montage. I didn't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, this was establishing the characters inefficiently montage. Right. That opening where he's he's we call it a vest. What do you call it? A wife beater he's wearing. He's uh-huh. slightly yeah. lightly perspiring and driving a a, a jeep. Uh, is that a jeep wrangler or something? Yeah. Sure. Gaylord M. Falker. Wait, 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 wait. So, so your name's Gay Falker. I did look up uh, a little bit of history on this guy, and apparently he married. He was married to a Playboy playmate, mm, and I had to look kids, her yeah. up. And wow. Smoke show. I didn't see that. Huh. Okay. What was the time in that we get the first smoke show comment? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the ratings. That's gonna be, no, later. that's gonna be the only <laughs> as a preview, that's gonna be the only one in this movie. <laughs> Mitch Gaylord's real wife. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you're no fan of Mrs. Gretzky. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't the, I didn't know that was Mrs. Gretzky. The blonde chick? Who, right? The, the yeah. main blonde or mm-hmm. the main blonde is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jan- Janet Jones. Yep. Hmm. Um, by the way, little too little too uh, skeletony for me. Didn't she look like she was forty years old? Well, like, what was yeah, weird she was she looked sort of slightly slightly different in each shot, and it's like, oh, here's Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. What's going? On? And then there's that bit where they turn up to that big party outdoor party thing. I don't know what's going on there. And I thought it was a different girl because her hair was down. And I thought, yeah, Is that the same she looked girl? completely different. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I just thought she looked super old. But I think she was only 25. Mm-hmm. Although that's still old for you to be first trying to make the national team. Or had she already made it before, in the past? I don't know. She seemed old she for had. what she was supposed to be like an up and coming gymnast was mm. my understanding. Um, that's old to be doing that. Yeah. They all seem too old to be proper gymnasts. Except for the 12 year old. Yeah, the 12 year old. Oh, at the very end. At the very end when they're doing the group shot. Mm hmm. That little girl with the braces? Yeah, she was in the yeah. whole thing, though. Yeah, she was in all hair. the training mm-hmm. parts. and mm-hmm. In the oh, I must have tuned her out. But she was way too young. Like she, li- I think she literally was 12 yeah. when I looked up the actor. She looked really um, young, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, to compete as a senior gymnast, you have to be 16. Oh, so, really? Oh. Well, now dun, you do, and dun, I, don't, I don't know what the rules were in the, at that time in the early 80s. I think it was the same. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But, um, yeah, she did look very young, didn't she? She looked about nine, I thought. Just yeah. out of place young, too, because everyone else looked mm. like they were 40. And then there's this little tiny girl. I, I love I love how she's like half the height. <laughs> yeah. The Chinese yeah. guy was about 25, I think. And uh, yeah. Mitch Gaylor was well, probably what, in his 20s, mid to late 20s, probably. Yeah, I think he was 25 as well. 25, tw- yeah. Mm. So what's the average kind of age of a male and female gymnast who would make it to sort of top level then? Doing those events for, um, for men, it would be around the, like early twenties, like that. Mm. Um, Twenty five would not be like holy shit. No, that's per- that's, that's that's fine because yeah. a lot of times they go through college and then um, keep have, going. 
they yeah. do even better after college. Whereas for women, typically it's, you know, 16 to 18 is kind of like the peak. Mm. Um, and then a lot of times, you know, if you're really successful at that younger age, you, you might continue on into your 20s. And there are definitely a lot of gymnasts that do that these days. But you have to start as, usually you start as a pretty successful top of your game earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, didn't anyway. the didn't the <laughs> Chinese gymnastics team get in trouble for having competitors who were too young? They did. Yes, they've gotten in trouble for that a few times. Falsified records. Yep, exactly. Um, and what's the so, benefit of being younger then? Is is it because they're more flexible then, or what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, flexible, shorter, you know, smaller. It's easier to flip around if you're mm. not as tall. Um, right. When you're when but, you're doing the uneven bars, if you're short, you don't even have to bend your legs. Like yeah, you can some of keep- them. Right. Yeah, barely have to do that. So I mean, I have no idea. I don't know, but it's not healthy to push, to push yourself to the top of the game so early. So that's why they have they, why they have rules about that. Mm-hmm. Um. So poor Gretzky's wife, though, like she has a haircut, like she she could be in an '80s metal band, and that just is not like that adds twenty years. Yeah, mm. that's probably why she looks old. Weird hair. This will shock you, but the same person who did this movie also did Purple Rain. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Funny. Not I'm that actually shocking. not shocked. <laughs> not you also did uh, tang- Tango and Cash as well. Ooh, great movie. Wait, are you talking about the actor? Or I mean the director? No, the director. Or? Yeah, the, the director. Albert Magnoli. He didn't do a heck of a lot, but he did do Purple Rain and Tango and Cash, so you can't fault him for that. Interesting. Yeah. For but, yeah, but Neil, uh, Neil, isn't Purple Rain one of the greatest movies of all time? <laughs> so I'm saying. You can't fault him for Tango and Cash or Purple Rain. I think you maybe had a fault in for this, which I think got 3.7 on IMDb. Not the best reviews yeah. either. Oh, didn't, and also uh, Mitch Gaylord got the uh, Razzie for worst actor. Yes. Which is a bit, a bit unfair, really, because he's not an actor, is he? Uh, well, it's a movie he's acting in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't true. think he was that bad. There wasn't a, well, I mean, he, he was playing himself, which is, you know, brooding and, and aloof, but there wasn't. <sighs> A good actor in this movie at all maybe yeah. i would say the best actor Mm-mm. the best actor is that his little brother when he's he was crying that's probably the best oh actor my gosh in the movie. I, thought, I thought the same thing he actually was a good crier which mm. i hate people that cry and are bad at it it's, it's just so painful to me but yeah he was actually pretty good at that i was surprised what i noticed was uh, mitch gaylord is is a horrible actor but janet jones who's obviously a, supposed to be a proper actress is so terrible herself she sort of masks his performance with her crappy mm. performance. It's a bit like where you, sp- you spray like lilac air freshener after stinking out the bathroom with a, huge, <laughs> with a huge poop. Now, the bathroom smells of lilac poop. So Janet right. Jones is the lilac and Mitch Gaylord is the poop. He's the shit. I agree. <laughs> we call that s- sweet trash. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to hot garbage. <laughs> Do you guys have that um, Nutridol stuff, the stuff you spray and it doesn't smell of anything, it just neutralizes it? You got the stuff? Fabrice? No. Yeah. There's a the stuff you can spray and I think it's like invented in Switzerland or somewhere. It's really good. So it doesn't it doesn't smell of anything. It just neutralizes the odors. Very good. Clean clean your toots. Clean your toots out of the air. <laughs> back, back to Jackie. <laughs> hey, real quick, Teeb, if you haven't seen uh, Tango and Cash, uh, Terry Hatcher, <laughs> real smoke show on that one. <laughs> sure. I'll look it up. <laughs> Thanks for the input on that um let's see i also wrote down how grossed out i was when he got the egg out of the fridge and like sucked the raw egg out of it and then threw the shell to the other side of the room like what was that all about was he doing that because he was mad at his dad and he's ending up throwing eggs all over the place didn't really understand what's going on there 
I don't know. Is it because he's an athlete and he needs the protein? Yeah, but he was picking up eggs and then just chucking them at some point, wasn't he? He wasn't sucking the, uh, sucking the egg. No. Egg I'm, not, he just I'm not completely out. clear on that. It looked like he did suck the egg out of it. And having yeah. raw eggs was a, th- you know, before they're like, mm-hmm. pr- you know, now yeah. everybody does the protein shakes, but prior prior to that being prior to that being a big deal like people did actually uh have raw eggs which is pretty great it was disgusting it was it was a much better part of rocky where he would uh i was gonna (laughs) say i thought it was in rocky it was also in that warren Beatty movie where he ended up dying and meeting god he had uh, he was like playing a football player and he was training by uh drinking raw eggs and then going running i guess he Mm -hmm. copied it off rocky i suppose yeah um I was also, so part of, one of the big plot points is this, the blonde chick, um, they wanted her to have this really ridiculously stupid music for her floor routine. Even though she's 40 years old, they wanted her to have music for a nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so obviously just wrong for her. And I don't understand why, like, the coaches are like, well, this the, is what we say the music, must do. The music that she actually wanted is crappy 80s synth, you know, stuff. Well, like, yeah, that wasn't better, mm. but. <laughs> well, it was better, but still bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was better. It sounded like the demo for a Casio keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get. This is the same thing in the cutting edge as when um, uh, what's his nuts wanted to have that horrible '80s rock music when they're skating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I wrote down the note that um, I thought that the music that the dude picked, you know, I don't know, I didn't know that's for little kids, but I thought it was much better than the '80s synth crap. It just to me, it just seemed kiddie. Well, speaking of music, let's talk about Quasimodo guy. Oh, what a freak! <laughs> okay, we watched this whole movie, and I didn't catch this I, until I was like reading other people's recaps. Mm-hmm. He was her cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I caught that what? the first time because the first he time they like were introduced, he said her. cousin. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it had I, to be like one of those second yeah. cousins that your family's okay with you dating. Is that the deal? <laughs> he wanted to bone like, her watching, so bad. Watching her grind on the ground while he was playing oh, some crappy music. My god, he was like going nuts. I, you know, no pun intended. He was like, <laughs> wow, wow! I cannot believe he was her cousin. Did you notice the uh, the logo <laughs> on the back of his shirt? Uh, did you notice what that said? Um, uh, I think it was friction? only only in one scene, but it was Bayshore <laughs> Friction, which is yes. the which is my gay porn production company. So I'm thinking of suing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he was an odd character, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I just sent a, a picture link. Um, if you open that up, <laughs> you can see what kind of freak he is. He has like a hundred candles in the background <laughs> while he's talking on the phone <laughs> to his cousin. I'm just saying, if you zoom out from that picture, you would see... A boner? No, you would not see a boner. Well, <laughs> possibly. But also, hanging uh, on a on a coat rack next to that is probably like a human skin suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was so weird. I mean, and I feel bad. You know, his parents died in a car wreck. Okay, but man, he was a weirdo. <laughs> what a... F- yeah, he is a freaky dude. He had a gimp leg, too, and he wheeled around on... A wheelchair and roller skates or something and I don't I didn't get him. Yeah. I don't I don't know why his his cousin was also obsessed with his music productions. Mm. Yeah, like, like, oh yeah, you're gonna be the you're gonna be the next prince here. <laughs> Between that and the uh 
the um, fellow female competitor who racked her knee, like in mm-hmm. the finals. There, there's a lot of unnecessary sadness in this in yeah. this sports movie here. It's like, are we supposed to are we supposed to feel glad that this other girl ripped out her knee and that helped pave the way for? I don't know what we were supposed to. This think. This is kind of kind of what I what I I didn't understand is that the the bad guys in this film are just other gymnasts that are trying to do a good job. Yeah, there there isn't really any. I guess the dad is a bad guy. Like, it's a cutthroat like, world, <laughs> Deeb. Get on board. Yeah. Going back, just going I back to know. the music quickly. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but the Every single song on the soundtrack was composed in 1986, and it just sounds like it's a it's a total sort of uh, time capsule from 1986, which is interesting when you compare it to Cutting Edge because Cutting Edge is almost exactly the same. Like everything on it is is really dated because it's it was composed like the year before the movie came out. So, so a classic movie won't do that. It will use it will use needle drops, but it will do it will use classic needle drops that are timeless. And these are straight. From, oh, that was my point. So these are straight from 1986. And I, I, I won't like, sit here and have you besmirch <laughs> the music from this movie. And the problem is <laughs> none of that was recognizable. And I'm thinking, well, is that because they replaced the music? Because this was made by like a TV production company. And often TV companies won't get the rights for all uses of music. So they might have to replace it because I didn't recognize any of the music. And some of it, you look at the soundtrack listing, it's by, some of the music is by well-known artists. I think John Parr or John Farnham or somebody who had quite a big hit um, mm, and don't recognize him. him at all. So. Me neither. Mm. Hey, you should have John Hyatt on the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so the first part of the movie was so like boring. I was like, can you just get to the gymnastics? Like, I don't, where is this going? It just seemed so weird. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, he's training in the woods, which mm-hmm. makes zero sense. As one does. Completely zero sense. No one's it's there to he spot got, him. He got barred no. from the gym. He got right, barred from the gym. but you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> Plus, all he had out there was a high bar. Like, he had no other equipment. And then all of a sudden, he's just going to go to this competition where he's, like, doing all the events. And did he ever actually train in the gym before, you know, before he went to that competition? I, I, it was weird. Well, I, what I understood is that he was a part of that gym, but then... When his dad brutally snapped his arm tendons, um, he had to drop out, and so he set up some right. A but bar I'm saying in the, in the trees. Yeah, but he didn't like retrain and everything. Like you can't just go to a competition without training on anything. Oh, he has <laughs> he has real world training. You know what you know what I mean? He, oh yeah. When, when he when that that grinder was hanging up in the rafters of the machine oh, yeah. shop, and he had to do yeah. like three flips to get up there and pull it down. That's some totally. real world training. That's how they. Yep. That's how they do it on the streets, yo. And also, he was hanging out next to a gym and looking through the window and smoking, which is probably enough, isn't it? You can oh learn, yeah, that, learn that's true. That. Yeah, mm. osmosis. Mm-hmm. Looking moody and smoking. <laughs> so yeah, I just felt like I was missing something. I thought there was going to be a lot of you know training to get to the competition was what I was expecting out of this movie. You know, he's trying to like make his way back into. You just the wanted sport, another but... montage. That's what you wanted, wasn't it, Jackie? um so that was just weird it's just like all of a sudden they were in a competition and then when he (laughs) then he's on the high bar which is the only event he's actually been training and he tries to do his crazy dismount that doesn't really exist and crashes into the judge's table that that was was the best (laughs) that was the best scene in the movie oh man yeah when he started 
He started spinning around at like warp speed and he flew off the bar and, and then he crashed into the dude and killed that dude. That dude was his, he like got his neck cut and he was bleeding all over the place. That was awesome. Wait, his mm-hmm. neck cut? Wasn't it his face? I don't I know, was, man. I think it was he his died. There was, he died. <laughs> so uh, I've got a okay. technical question about that, Jackie, which is, mm-hmm. all right, so he flies off and obviously you can land off sort of ski with off axis, but would you land off? lands off a so far off axis you would land on the judges table is that possible i mean there have been people that have crashed into judges tables but usually you kind of land and then you like fall over that way but this is why they have spotters in in um high bar so that Mm, if you do go crazy off they can kind of push you back onto the mats um so yeah this kind of like falling as far as he did like straight from the bar like that's insane it was awesome how he busted that to his face, though. It was. That blood it was, was everywhere. That was great. Anybody who says that <laughs> gymnastics isn't, isn't a contact sport, yeah, wrong. Right. Blood. Boom. It just looked like he had, like, he attacked him with some tomato ketchup or something. I mean, it kind of looks silly. <laughs> yeah. It? yeah, it was weird. Um, okay, that was, let's that see. That was his, uh, his period blood. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> Poor taste. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, um, it, it seems to be sort of a movie trope. Going back to Cutting Edge, because I know Steve, you love Cutting Edge. Um, in Cutting Edge, the the male act, the male uh, dancer couldn't be that couldn't have been his sort of life goal to become an ice skater. He had to, you know, as far as the movie's concerned, he had to be a failed ice hockey yeah. player. And in this movie, player, yeah. he has to be a failed football player. Is that? And I'm, I think it's probably changed now, but it seems like uh, back in the olden days, you know. You, you know, it wasn't macho enough, wasn't uh, for a, a male lead to be just interested in these sort of, you know. Well, I, nice I actually thought, sports. I thought his background in the movie was that he was a good football player, and he he eschewed a college scholarship to play football oh, oh. to instead train to be the Olympic gymnast here. Right, and that's, right. that's how that's I part of, it. That's part of the tension with his father, um, which right. really this this movie really is Purple Rain, but with gymnasts like because <laughs> he has the exact same relationship with his father as his as prince does kind of yeah I well, except in 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 this one uh his dad does not kill his mom he just beats beats up his son and his his wife a little bit <laughs> snapping arms yeah i kind of didn't understand the tension with the dad like the dad didn't want him to do gymnastics at all yeah that's a that's a queer thing man he wanted to go to college didn't he he, wanted, he said you got either got to go to college or you got to work and he wanted to he wanted to do yeah sort of a small amount of work like a part-time job and then but do I gymnastics didn't, i didn't quite get if he like actually hated the gymnastics or just wanted him to work or be in college i don't know it just didn't seem like he hated the sport i thought that but maybe he, he had he had to pay to do gymnastics but he had a scholarship yeah. for football right yeah uh, but you know Which, what he didn't he didn't have a love for football if he were this good he would have been able to get a scholarship to do gymnastics <laughs> that's the thing like the people on the national team they almost all had college scholarships so yeah that part was weird to me but anyway oh jackie you and, you and, your, <laughs> you and your facts i know <laughs> um yeah so then then after uh, this crazy crash into the judges' table, he has to do more training in the woods. Now it's in the woods in the dark, in the rain, which is perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. And uh, then he goes crashing down the, 
down the hill and crashes into a tree. I mean, it's just super safe and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he keeps all his stuff out in the woods as well. Like his, his grips for the bar, like buried under some leaves. And it's like, okay, you couldn't just like put those in a bag and take them with you. But anyway. <laughs> Outdoorsy. <Okay>. He, did, <laughs> he didn't want daddy to find any evidence. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Um, do you want me to keep going or do you want to go to someone else? I have lots of notes. Keep but, going. Okay. Yeah, keep um, going. So then when they're in the competition and this, I think this is the one where they're actually the national um, to see who can make the national team. Um, randomly, the blonde chick is like crying, like with tears streaming down her face in the middle of the no, meeting. No, no. And- Tear streaming down one side of the face. <laughs> the other, the other side, just Isn't- fine. Is it what because she, she stumbled? I don't know. What was no, she crying about? No, she's crying for her brunette frenemy that her, oh, her, that oh, her bitch friend. Was that why she was crying? Her bitch okay. friend yeah. fell down. Yeah. But she was still competing, though. Fren- they compete frenemy injured gator all tears. the time. It's not like she was so injured that she stopped competing. Frenemy gator tears. <laughs> I don't know. It was very weird and out of place. And then, and then all of a sudden, the tears were gone, and it was, like, forgotten, like, half a second later. She's a professional. And Todd, by the way, her bitch friend, really not that much of a bitch. No, like yeah. The, like, the blonde stood her up for this training session, like, on the weekend yeah. or whatever right. it was. And then, like, I, I don't know, are we supposed to feel sympathetic for Mrs. Gretzky? That she was too busy banging her boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Not so fast, my friend. Train? When you say, I train every Sunday, come if you want to. It's not like she's not, she's training for herself and she said, hey, you can come along if you want to. I mean, it's, yeah, I got it, but Where it's, not, coaches, that, for it's God not that big of a deal. <laughs> you can't just train on your own. That's so dangerous. Yeah, but John, then I would say it's, it's even worse though that she then shows up at the end. Like, if you're not going to show up, don't show up. Um, like, it's kind of worse. It's like, oh, I'm here now, by the way. Like, that's kind of how the movie showed it to be. Yeah. Maybe we we should we should email Mrs. Gretzky and maybe she had some <laughs> what thoughts were you about thinking? <laughs> uh, about the choice the choice she made for this character. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this um, this scandal she was involved with, Steve? This is your, right up your alley. With this with Betty. Oh yeah, with the, with the was gambling. Mm. Uh, apparently, the I think she was cleared because I did look that up on Wikipedia. I think the case got dropped. She got cleared of something, and then blah blah blah. Read it. On, yeah, I read the same article probably, and blah blah blah. And then she was complaining about something. I don't know. Did it get dropped? I think it got dropped. I can't remember. There wasn't enough her, evidence or something. Yeah. Her, her Wikipedia said that, um, and Wikipedia is always correct, mm-hmm. that um, there was no criminal charges ever filed against her and, and Wayne. Mm. Um, but she, I, I do believe that she is the rep of being like a, um, not a Yoko Ono type, but, oh, Spinal Tap. Like Spinal Tap, his, uh, mm. his lady friend. Janine. Just overbearing and, yeah. Just overbearing and a little, uh, a little bit much to handle. Oh, there was this photo I saw of um, of the two of them. You might have seen this, Steve, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and I just wondered what was going on with these two. Uh, whether they went to the same, let's call it a beauty salon. What do you think? Oh, Wayne Gretzky had Is notoriously, uh, notoriously nice hair in the nineteen eighties. Oh, mm. what's mm. going on there? Yeah, her face looks uh, tighter than a football pigskin. Is that a photo <laughs> from Madame Two Swords? Is that a photo from real life? I That's know, they don't look like human. They look like if they were in a Pixar movie. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. 
Mm-hmm. They look happy at least, I suppose we could be. Yeah. <laughs> sure that, sort of. Sure. Well, she looks sort of happy. Maybe she's like, he's like her ventriloquist dummy. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's going, gotta get, gotta get. <laughs> okay, enough of that. <laughs> I don't know okay. what you just said. Why do we judge people's appearances so much? No, I wasn't saying anything other than they, they look really nice and they might have just been to the beauty salon. <laughs> That's all I say. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. The salon, yeah. The salon. But by the way, Paulina Gretzky, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Ever seen that, Neil? Is that his daughter know. or something? Is she famous? Oh, yeah. Something? She's famous for being his daughter. Yeah, it could be. Oh, I'm thinking of Paulina Pinsky, who's got a similar name. <laughs> no, no. It's a uh, good. There you go. Good she's a model. There. I knew I've heard of her. Yes, yeah, she's a model, right? Yeah. Or is she a model? Uh, she's whatever she wants to be. She a model slash actress. A mattress. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, okay, so back to my notes. Um, <laughs> during the gymnastics, they uh, they put in way too many like grunt noises. I mean, when you're watching a gymnastics <laughs> competition, you cannot hear all that. I mean, it was just <laughs> so fake. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not tennis, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just seemed very fake and obviously added in after the fact. You know, I'm surprised there's there's not more um, toots. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when you're watching, know there's not. When you're watching gym, gymnastics <laughs> on TV. and That's why they have the music. They make it. No, oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's why they have music. But it, it's so quiet. It's so quiet. And you hear all the their hands slapping the poles and all that. And rubbing up and down the poles, and <sighs> you don't you don't hear them, a little squeak come out at all. That's why they have the the, the <laughs> music when the, with the pole dancers as well. You see uh, TV, and that's why. Otherwise, it'd be so you need that really heavy eighties synth stuff. Hey, if if they did it with the music, then that'd be a perfect ten score from me. <laughs> yeah, ten point one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this this was that reminds me. This movie was back when ten was actually a thing. No, there's no longer a ten score. It's now open ended system. So shouldn't they shouldn't they scale on a curve based on what's possible of the, in the current day? So for example, you can get a nine point nine. This is kind of what happened in the movie, I suppose, isn't it? You can have a nine point nine if you do something that's perfect that uh-huh. someone else has done before, but you get a ten if you do something new. Shouldn't that be the case? Just thinking out loud here. Well, it's kind of complicated, but I mean, the way they do it now is there's kind of two scores. There's an, a difficulty score, and then mm-hmm. there's an execution score. So difficulty okay. is open-ended. That can be like, you know, y- you add to it based on what you do, you know. Um, and then the execution is actually out of 10. So that's really kind of where the 10 comes out of, and that's if you do it perfectly, then you get a 10 execution, and they add maybe, together. Maybe they should score it based on who can get the, the ball into the goal Versus the other gymnast. Hey, okay, enough of that, man. can get more balls into the goal. <laughs> Gymnastics is a sport. About? Thank you. What are you talking about? He doesn't, he doesn't like subjective <laughs> sports, is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's given me crap for this before. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we were saying before, I really like that they used, you know, real gymnasts in this. And it was apparent that, you know, there was the even the face that they were showing, like the Chinese gymnast who... Was I guess supposed to be American in the movie because this was the national mm-hmm. championship. Yeah. Um, but he is actually a Chinese wow. gymnast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, he he's a very didn't success- he speak American? 
No, he didn't talk think, at all. I don't think he spoke at all. It was a lot of smiling mm. and thumbs up. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a why it seemed to me that he's it was. Not uh, yeah, obviously he didn't really speak English. Let's uh, go or, surfing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a really successful um, coach now as well. His daughter was an alternate for the 2012 Olympics. Um, so anyway, he's a he's a big time guy. Um, oh, the weird handshake thing. I wanted to talk about that. Like the kind of like milk in the cow, like handshake thing they did. What was that about? That was really weird. <laughs> do you guys this know is what I'm going to do to you if you win, my love. It was weird. I just, <laughs> and I didn't catch it earlier in the movie. I think they did it a couple times in the movie. I only caught it at the end. I was like, what? That came out of nowhere. But John's like, no, they did that a couple times. So that was weird. Didn't make it any less weird that they yeah. did it before. I don't know. It was odd. Uh, that's pretty much it. I let somebody else talk now. <laughs> Okie doke. Well, I think maybe we'll do uh, Steve next because you're a, you're an aficionado of the '80s films, right, Steve? This must have been right up your alley. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe I was just in the wrong mindset watching this, but uh, I like it. It was just it was bad, but it was kind of predictable bad to me. Um. I did like the opening montage. It reminded me of the the Pan Oswalt <laughs> bit about every 1980s hair metal band <sighs> music video, mm. which is set in like you know the where, the warehouse that just manufactures sparks, mm-hmm. and everyone is oh, yeah. over yeah. the top. Yeah. <laughs> so those grinders were spitting out the sparks. Oh yeah, it was. I you know, good for him. Um, he was working. Um, but I. I don't know. This movie was bad. It's it's enjoyable bad. Um it's definitely it's definitely cheesy and funny and nobody can act. Um uh the uh, the ratings on this actually uh, Ron Tomatoes it has 0% from critics. <laughs> Rod, Roger Ebert gave it half a star. Mm. Gene, Gene Siskel also gave it half a star. Um I was I was surprised they had tackled this movie, but good for them. They're very thorough. Um <laughs> But surprisingly, it does seem like Rotten Tomatoes, most of the people who watch it now know what they're getting in for. 64% on the approval rating, I believe. Wow. From like, like from, from the audience. Wow. That's crazy. I know. But then again, if you are looking for a weird gymnastics based movie slash love story, like what are your options? There's this (laughs) and I guess Bunheads. Is that about gymnastics? That's a TV show. It's no, a TV show, yes. But that's and not about gymnastics, it's about, it's about ballet. ballet. <laughs> which is technically different. <laughs> Same thing, isn't it? Roughly. God, mm. totally I, different, I, you guys. Synchronized swimming. I, synchronized swimming's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? That's all the same. Oh God. Yeah, I I feel like <laughs> all of that would be a close enough fix where you would not need to watch this movie. <laughs> so that yeah. that's all I have for now. Okay, Teeps. Yeah, um there were some some great jean full body jean jackets in this movie like <laughs> just head to toe in denim oh the denim uh, what do they call it denim tuxedo canadian tuxedo yeah canadian tuxedo the canadian right. tuxedo <laughs> <laughs> jay leno approved mm-hmm. yeah in we're cracking about that guy's music the the igor's music mm. but i thought it was pretty pretty catchy you know, despite it being all on Casio's, I thought it was decently catchy. Were you mm. dancing around like all he those... was? <laughs> yeah. And I bet it was, way, it was way better for the time, I'm sure. Yeah. TB, do you have a, your chair that you're on now, has that got wheels on it? 
It does. Oh, you could do an impersonation of that guy. Just have a. You might need some kind of big wig or something to. <laughs> and you could like. Yeah. Do you have candles? <laughs> you could pretend that the your your computer keyboards are music keyboards. And then sure. so you could have to send us a video of you doing like a montage. We're gonna need a montage. Montage. <laughs> okay, team. Did you see that butt shot? Oh, oh, I forgot that with the butt shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Is that the when gift the chick you sent over, her, Jackie? Sticks her butt that's, out and that's shakes when her hands. She was, she was presenting to the audience. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, like how, I like how in this movie, they just, you know, they don't wait around for anything. They just get, get right to boning, you know. They, they meet, and then, like, in, a day later, she's asleep, or they're asleep on the floor, like oh they're in God. a drunken stupor. Stupor and and she's yes. topless. That was and the so dude is weird. just wearing his his black undies. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, that seemed perfectly normal to me. <laughs> he was like well, sure, out in her lap. So in the real oh, this happens to me all the time in the real world. But in a movie that is you know about gymnasts fi- finding themselves and getting the gold, it seems kind of out of place. Yeah, you would. Actually, Teeb, uh, at that Olympic Village every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know they go wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things they always run out of is uh, condoms. condoms. Well, they have, they have like condoms. big sort of bowls of condoms in the, in the athletes' village in the little, in the little uh, <laughs> yeah, in their apartments. They know it's going to happen, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, not, it's nothing but uh, Nigerian runners and, and women, <laughs> tiny little women gymnastics. <laughs> Well, People. big Swedish women who are like, uh, you know, javelin throwers, big, strong Swedish women. Yeah. Mm. Teed went right to Nigerian runners. My God. Oh, such a racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're running out of steam, uh, TB. Are you running out of steam? <laughs> I, can't believe, I thought I had the, like the least notes, but I, I might have as many notes as Jackie, but it sounds well, no, not quite as many, maybe. No, we kind of we kind of hit, hit all my points already. Okay. Which is I loved I loved it when that guy was spinning around and flew off the bar and, and killed that guy. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, Teeb, you mentioned the uh, Casio keyboard soundtrack that that guy made. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like music that love that Johnny Five would make love to. That's yeah. Pretty much oh yeah, yeah. Description for every song in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I liked how all of. Um, Mitch Gaylord's biker buddies went to watch him at the the tryouts, and <laughs> oh, they're yeah. just going nuts. They mm, loved. They loved, it. It, they loved yeah. all those people. Yeah, everybody loves around. gymnastics yeah. in this movie. The synth guy, he was going crazy. Everybody does love gymnastics <laughs> in real life. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, nah, not so really. Fun. What about the crowd shots, like during the championship? Like those kids were going mental. Mm. Oh, they yeah. Sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice all the Dunkin' Donuts signs? I, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, last last thing, I have a big question. Um, when is the sequel coming out? <laughs> they they have to go to the Olympics and finish finish this mm-hmm. thing off. I know. All they did was make the national team. I mean, now what? Mm-hmm. World Championships, Olympics? Come on. Yeah. Well, this, I was a bit confused movie, about uh... the uh, the title because sorry, Steve. I was a bit confused about the title because it's called American Anthem, but you don't ever hear anybody singing the American Anthem, or do you? Do they, they don't ever get to the Olympics, no, do they? So. they never came came up in the movie. So with this, no, I mean, it's there are, weird. Aren't there two sort of American anthems? A Star Spangled Banner. What's the other one? Like Home of the Brave or something? Was 
What's that one called? Uh, mm, that's no, one the, the, the same one. It's the same. America no. the Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, America the Beautiful. Yeah. So maybe that's the maybe that's the second one. It could be called America the Beautiful. America's Beautiful Gymnasts and a weird looking no, synth guy. It is a really weird title because yeah, American Anthem. What are your First of all, we don't even call it the American Anthem. We call it the National Anthem. Like I've yeah, no one ever sense, refers to it, it as no. American Anthem. I, um I just kind of assumed it was the name of the of Igor's song that he made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's that's, that's the American it. Anthem. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Um and it was renamed somewhat. It was renamed outside the U.S., wasn't it? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I saw that after right. that wonderful song in the uh, closing credits. Oh, take it easy. Oh, there you go. Oh, that that's even worse. I know. Why don't any of these titles have to do with like what it's about? Like, so they should be called uh, "Hot Sweaty Men Men Bodies" or something. Yes. Or uh, <laughs> this is not gay porn. Or um, yes. I mean, seriously, looking at the the cover of this movie and the title, like you would never guess. What man it's about. sweat, man sweat. They I could mean, call it, couldn't they? It's just weird. Um, yeah. What else could they call it? Hmm. I don't know. Spandex, <laughs> the musical. Well, there's one gym, gymnastics movie that we we need to watch. Mm-hmm. The Jim the Carter, great movie, Jim Carter. Jim Carter. I think I yeah. suggested Jim Carter, and I got shot down, didn't I? Well, nobody no, was I'd interested. be willing to watch that. I just wanted to watch this one more. I don't think it was shut down. No? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, on the, that's actually on my list, Jim Carter, so it might be worth... Maybe I'll have a look, quick look at that and see if it's... Uh, we don't want to shoot ourselves after watching it or something. <laughs> um, we, should, uh, we should wait until the national championships are coming this year. So, I just... The one thing that was uh, really, really sort of stuck out to me was um, when Gaylord was... So, he's there um, having his cast removed... And you think, well, <laughs> the logical thing to do is not, I mean, it's a waste of time going to like the doctor's office and having like, a professional remove it. Let's go to the, the place of work where there's a big fat biker who's got a, an angle grinder and we'll <laughs> use that one. Um, and then he goes home and he starts nailing it to the wall. And I'm thinking he's not really paying that much attention to him. That I thought I could just imagine him slipping and he's, he smashes his other hand and he ends yeah. up with like a f- sort of cartoon flattened hand. Um, and then he puts that in a cast and then three months later, it's just like Groundhog Day. He's, he's nailing that to the wall and he breaks his other hand. You know what I mean? He's going back and forth. So yeah, that was a bit weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I think I experienced a similar kind of feeling to maybe Jackie and John watching another movie, which, uh, watching, uh, in the name of the King. Cause I was, I was watching going, oh, it's quite a lot. It's happened already. Um, must be, I don't know. must be nearly over now. No, that was at 37 minutes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more yeah. than an hour to go. It was like, way- oh, no. There was so oh. much they could have cut out of oh, this. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't think those montages were necessary at all. I love you take montage. out the 15 minutes of montages. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was weird because it felt like they were trying to stretch out the movie, but it wasn't a legitimate hour 45, I think. Mm, yeah. Something like that. Like, you could have. Yeah, you could have made this hour 20 and I don't think anyone would have cared. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an interesting scene that was, you know, when he's chasing his little brother. Now, his little brother, you know, oh, he, yeah, he didn't yeah. have the bowl cut. Was That was quite refreshing. He had a sort of a mini version this of is, uh, Gaylord's haircut, this didn't is he? Pre, pre-bowl cut. Mm. Oh, is it? 
No. In in the haircut timeline. Yeah. No, there would be bowl cuts in things like uh, No, bowl cuts, bowl cuts were around from like 89 to 94. Yeah. Some kind of bowl cut mm. kind of uh, I, archivist or something. We, we went over this in the Santa Claus episode. I had that haircut. <laughs> And it was around the time the Santa Claus came out. No, I, yeah, but that's you just talking about you. No, you're bowl, just talking about you. Bowl cuts were big when Teeb and I were in elementary and middle school. Like, I was like six at the end of the, in 1990. Right. Right. Yeah. You're talking about you. <laughs> During the 1930s, no, bowl, the bowl, bowl cut, cut was. <laughs> bowl cut is definitely a 90s thing, not, not an 80s thing. Come on. Here man. we go. Child actor Adam Rich popularized the hairstyle with parents in the late 70s and early 80s of the youngest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I remember things like, things like, I'm not saying specifically E.T., but that kind of movie, which is kind of early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. What about things like um, Brady Bunch? That was 70s, wasn't it? There would have been bowl cuts in that. Adam mm. Rich popularized, blah, 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 on the American series Eight is Enough, which was syndicated around the world. So basically, that spread around the world like a virus. Yeah. Well, it didn't get to... Uh didn't get to small town America until the late eighties, ni- early nineties. Anyway, so so there, so he's chasing his little brother uh, on the crazy in that crazy scene actually, <laughs> and um, there's a weird part where the music st- suddenly starts sounding quite a lot like Back to the Future. I was going to clip it, but I didn't really get around to it. And Mitch Gaylord has a yellow jacket. I don't think it's raining at the time, but it looks a bit like the waterproof that. Um, uh, thing he wore in Back to the Future, the waterproof jacket, not the orange one. So it was, it was very reminiscent of Back to the Future. It was only like one tiny little part of the scene, but it's a bit weird that. I don't know if anyone, anyone else noticed that. No. So you're saying uh, Back to the Future ripped this movie off? Um, Back to the Future was 85, I think. 85? Yeah. This was 86. It was 86. Okay. So this movie ripped Back to the Future off? Uh, mm-hmm. Possibly, but I, I think that was probably coincidence. But the music sounded very <laughs> similar. I think that uh, Marty McFly went to the future and mm. saw this movie. That's right. And he mm. went back in time and copied the style. Whoa. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> blowing my fucking mind, This movie would have been way better with, with, some, uh, with, with a Huey Lewis soundtrack. I would have liked that. Every movie is better with a Huey Lewis soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that would have been oh, so much good better. Point. That would have been so much better. Mm. Yeah. Like when the montage, when they fall in love, it oh, could have been gosh. Power of Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie, did you have a uh, something you want to say about the, the chase? Oh, it was just nuts. <laughs> it was just crazy. I'm like, all of a sudden, the kid just takes off. And when do you think the oh, kid will kind of... The chase just went on forever and ever. I'm like, is he going to go fly off that cliff or not? And then... Because they just kept showing the cliff. like, And it was hard to get the perspective of where they are. You know, mm-hmm. they just like had these these shots from far away showing the cliff. And then finally, he does actually fall off the cliff. And the way he like catches himself on that like branch or whatever is just insane like there's no way this kid would have been able to hold on to that it was weird this that that scene would have had much more of an impact if the kid actually did die yeah <laughs> are you trying to kill off children it sounds like you and jackie what really wanted him to go off the cliff there <laughs> i did uh, it, would, it would make the scene actually mean something makes sense yeah it was both of you just screaming at the movie just die already Pretty much. <laughs> Enough with these kids jumping off at the last second and saving themselves. I want some kids to die. And it was just weird. That was kind of a half decent stunt, actually. I mean, we we not the film, but that was a decent stunt, wasn't it? The uh, the thing flying off and he was hanging off it, and yeah, it worked quite well. Mm. Anyway, so yeah. the last thing I was thinking of was, what is this movie? Why was this movie made? 
And I, I wonder whether it was from a sort of historical perspective in that. So 1980, um, the US boycotted the Olympics in, was it Moscow? Must have been. Yes, I think uh, so. Because the invasion of uh, Afghanistan. And then 1984, the Soviets, the Soviet bloc boycotted the LA Olympics, uh, 1984. And this was 1986. And I'm wondering whether or not this was some kind of, you know, super patriotic response yes, to that. Because well, obviously yeah. you have the title, which makes no sense, Jackie and Steve. <laughs> well, yeah, in 1984, the men, American men won the gold medal in the mm. team competition in the Olympics. Oh, I see. And Mitch Gaylord is obviously a really good looking guy. And I think they just wanted to capitalize on him. That was my mm. perspective oh, on it, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like um, sort of super patriotic kind of, it wasn't the American anthem at the beginning, but it was kind of a military style, you know, music opening, wasn't it? Sort of, I guess, sort of patriotic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Mitch, sure. Mitch Gaylord, you know, he was a gold medalist. I think they were like, oh, let's, let's see if he can act. Like Michael Phelps did SNL after he won gold medals and, who was that guy, Ryan Lochte? Ryan Lochte had a show. A reality show, right? Yeah. I never watched very, it, but... I saw it via The uh, the Soup with Joel McHale, and it was, it was bad. It was, you know... Uh, so, yeah, they're, there's always, they're always trying to capitalize on Olympians. I mean, Michaela athlete. Maroney did act some acting. <laughs> yeah. Who could, who could forget O.J. Simpson's turn as Nordberg on The Naked Gun? <laughs> and then nothing, nothing bad ever happened again after that. So, what was the record after '84 then, Jackie, for the for gymnastics for the Americans? The record? No, well, I mean, what would they were they? Because obviously there must have been some good individual performances, but the, did the teams manage to win any more gold? No, mm. <laughs> they have not since then. Um, I, I think, think. The, the, I think in the I'm probably going to embarrass myself here. <laughs> Didn't we get? A, didn't Britain get a bronze or something? Which is really outstanding for Britain because we yes, never win in Yes, Britain gymnastics. did amazing in 2012. Yes, they did mm. really well. Um, U.S. men—they were in first place after preliminaries, and then they kind of really screwed it up on the second and the the finals day for the team. So they did mm. not did not medal. But yeah, because historically, if you're if you're uh, the host nation, you're going to do better anyway. And we did okay in Beijing as well, I think, because it was mm -hmm. you know just a few years before the uh, before our own one. So yeah. Yeah, yep. and there's a pommel horse guy did quite well, didn't he? I don't know what the guy's name was. Oh yes, I'm blanking on his name. He's now but... like a sort of a celebrity here. Yes, he. Um... I don't oh, know God. why. This is embarrassing that I can't remember what his name is. I'm um... typing it into the Google's. <laughs> Can you cut this out? <laughs> I'll cut it out. Yeah, pommel horse. Oh, Louis Smith. Louis Smith. Yes, Lu yes, Louis Smith. It was a big um... sort of to do about him because I think he was sort of uh, well favoured before the uh, Olympics, wasn't he? Yeah, he's um, well favored. You mean like the judges really liked him, or what do you mean? No, I mean like Brits were excited about like him. Us, yes, us yes. My, my, my winning actually he, a gold, and he got a, what a bronze and a silver. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't remember exactly what he got, but he uh, he's somebody that has like an interesting personality. Bronze. Yeah, he got a silver in uh, yeah. in the twenty twelve. Yeah, he's kind of like a you love him or hate him kind of guy. He's got like a personality that's kind of out there, but Is he? yeah, I like him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he suddenly became a sort of a. Uh, he was going on all these panel shows, like these comedy mm -hmm. panel shows, which I don't really know why, to be honest, because he wasn't really that interesting. Um, oh, he no. was on a show called Strictly Come Dancing. Is that yep. the British Dancing with the Stars? Yes. Well, yeah, vice versa, because, yeah, Strictly started here, and then uh, you guys 
got it, but yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. we copied it. Get it right, man. Yeah. We're copycatters okay. over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah we, can, we don't have anything original, yeah. Well, Strictly, because Strictly Don't Come Dancing was a, a merger of Strictly Ballroom, which is a, quite a popular Australian film, which probably mm. wasn't as popular. It's probably in the UK. And Come Dancing, which is an hilarious old school ballroom dancing show from like the 1950s or something. So that's where the name come from, came from. Mm. Um, I imagine he won it because, I mean, that's a bit of a, he said, those people who go in there who are athletes, you know, it's a bit like when, uh, Christy Yamaguchi went on uh, Dance with the Stars. She was bound to win it, wasn't she? She had like a broken oh, ankle, yeah. still won it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she that, did. Yeah, Sean Johnson, um, a gymnast, also won Dancing with the Stars in America. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not fair to, <laughs> if you're an athlete, especially an athlete that involves dance in some way in your yeah. sport, like, obviously you're going to do better. Well, someone made the point that Christy Yamaguchi was there and it's like, oh, well, it's not the same when she's dancing yeah. on, on ice as when she's dancing on you know, wood, but yeah. it's easier to dance on wood than it is to dance on ice, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but it's fun to watch. <laughs> uh, do you watch that program? I don't watch it. It's for girls. Um, I've watched some of it. I don't always watch it, but yeah, I've seen seen a few. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not being disparaging. It is, you know, blokes don't watch that program. Sorry, John. Do you watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. he does not. Blokes are allowed to watch him, but okay. So that's all we have time for this week. I'm off to oil up for a little parallel bars action between a couple of trees in a forest. You can follow us on Twitter at DFSMC Podcast, where we'll announce the next movie. And my thanks this week go to our Dying for Scale Movie Club members, Todd Brisket. If you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go swing around on a piece of rebar taped to a tree in a forest. <laughs> And thanks to Jovial Jackie and Jovial John. Thank you. Go USA. <laughs> See ya. USA. 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 <laughs> uh, thanks to Stephen Greenwell. Neil, this was the best Olympic-themed movie since The Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs>